Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a five-part series on supply chain data management. This series is sponsored by Ascent Compliance. Ascent Compliance provides cloud-based SaaS solutions that help companies manage their supply chain data, facilitate stakeholder and supply chain education on regulatory and program requirements, and increase transparency between businesses. Ascent helps companies overcome the challenge of meeting their compliance business requirements. The uh, Finally, Ascent streamlines the data exchange process for suppliers, making it easier for them to comply with their customers' data requests. For more information, check out their website, ascentcompliance.com. In this podcast series, I visit with several members of the Ascent Compliance team to visit about supply chain data management. We consider the synergies between different types of compliance disciplines, the impacts on organizations of compliance failures in this area, and what are some of the drivers for continued legislation and regulation in this area. It is a fascinating series. I know you will enjoy it. Thank you very much for listening. In this second episode, I visit with James Calder. James is the Vice President of Compliance and Regulatory Programs at Ascent Compliance. He introduced the topic of supply chain data management. This podcast series is a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. Today, I have with me James Calder. James is the Vice President, Compliance and Regulatory Programs at Ascent Compliance. James, welcome. Thank you, Tom, and I really appreciate the invite, and I look forward to uh, our conversation, but more importantly, the value we bring to your listeners. Well, thanks so much. And today, James, I wanted to ask if you might help us introduce the topic of supply chain data management. And if we could do so um, by first focusing on the complexities of supply chain data, uh, what types of uh, data exchanges are there and the really the quantum of information and, and what's real and what's white noise? Sure. And uh, that, that's probably the best uh, term to give it is that it is complex. But it, at the same time, its complexity is so very important to get data with respect to your supply chain data. As most companies are nowadays who are manufacturing products, uh, complex products in a complex supply chain that is typically touching on um, certain geographies all around the world, the, the dependency on those suppliers is now such a huge uh, part of a business risk and business revenue and, and business success. So to, to mitigate any kind of business risk to achieve that business success, we need to have um, clear access to the supply chain data and also ensure that that data is up to speed and the quality is up to speed. Now, why is it complex? Because depending on the types of data, which are large you need to actually attribute certain qualities with every single supply chain data. That could be the quality related to a business entity. It could be a a data related to individuals who are important within that business entity. It could be data related to um, the material composition of the products that are supported by that business entity. And it could also be data related to the activities which occur around the production of those materials and parts supported by the business entity. Because each one of those topics can determine if your product can be sold within a market, um, if your product is ethically sourced, um, if your 
product is going to receive certain duties or other tariffs when importing into a market. And if you're sourcing products from a company who's maybe on a sanctions list or, you know, do not do business list, in essence, all of those create business risk. So the complexity of getting that data is significant because you have to map all those different data points from your supplier. But not only that, you have to map that data to your internal data qualities because typically it's not just a pass-through of data. You're taking all that data and then you have to roll it up with respect to all those parts and materials and suppliers into the story you present to your respective customers. And that requires a lot of uh, intelligence. It also requires the understanding of your market need because just getting data and passing it to your, you know, your downstream supply chain doesn't always represent the story that your downstream supply chain looking for, be they customers, enforcement bodies, um, NGOs, investors, and so on. So the, the comp- complexity is significant because with you know a, a large company who produces complex machinery or products and so on may have thousands of suppliers that represent um, millions of parts and materials, and then that communication of that data rolled up or parsed as it needs to be to their respective companies requires a lot of uh, synthesis. It also requires a lot of triaging, and then there also requires a lot of review for the veracity of that data before you um, push the qualities of those data towards your downstream supply chain. James, let me pick up on one of the points you made, which was the management of that data. And I really wanted to focus on uh, what are the costs in managing that data? How does a company think through uh, managing that internally versus using a third party? And really, what types of economies of scale can a third party bring to the overall topic of management uh, or rather cost of managing supply chain data? Yeah, that's a really good point. So there's two costs, I would say, that arise. I'd say there's the immediate direct costs, which are incurred by your business to um, utilize your internal resources, your internal technologies, and your internal understandings to collect this data, aggregate this data, and then communicate that data. And then there's a secondary cost that will be incurred If you don't do this properly, you could have market loss, you could have brand reputation, um, you could have a certain enforcement activity which could transcend to fines or product removal, and you could also have loss of investor confidence if things are not done well. So those are the, uh, the direct internal costs and the direct external costs. Now, these costs are usually born because of individuals who are, uh, you know, educated, have a very strong vocational background, are being dragged into certain administrative activities, which, you know, are not utilizing their, their core capabilities. Um, that's where we find ourselves in a great position at Ascent that we support so many different customers for this data acquisition, data aggregation, and um, export that we can create teams that can leverage the supply chain. So we already have communicated with the respective suppliers. We don't have to re-educate them on why a certain data needs to be collected and disseminated. We have a large regulatory team because we have to support all of our customers in their business processes. And you'd never be able to have this kind of team um, internally because it, it just wouldn't be cost efficient, but you can leverage our scale. And by having our team right away, we already kind of know what to do when the market expects something, be it compliance, be it uh, you know brand reputation or some other expectation with respect to supply chain data. 
we already understand the best practices because so much what happens within your own internal organization is you find an issue. It's usually reacting to an issue and trying to understand what you have to do takes a lot of legal time. It takes a lot of interpretation. It takes a lot of understanding how it impacts your specific business and so on. And, and that's kind of actually what brought me to Ascend because my, my previous uh, jobs, I worked very closely in our supply chain business unit. And I created, uh, you know, with a lot of help from uh, the IT folks, a software that showed, hey, if I pick certain customers within certain models that we produce, those two data points could generate the compliance documentation that's necessary for those products to enter in those respective markets. But then the regulations change, and I need to change that software solution, but those IT individuals who helped create it had moved on or they weren't available, so that solution no longer worked. And that's why there's a problem with scaling when you create internal solutions versus external solutions. The external solution is going to be focused on that, and because of the scale of their broadness of their clients and customers, they are going to keep their system up to date to meet market expectations. It's not going to be solely borne by each individual organization trying to do it themselves. James, with the speed of which technology is changing uh, this arena and the amplification that social media brings in terms of potentially uh, reputational issues, how does a company ensure that they are future-proof? Yeah, well, it's the you know, looking glass. Um, depending on you know, what is impacting your business, you know, I always uh, recommend you you work with your peers. Um, that's why a lot of what our organization does too is create you know content and thought leadership about what is happening in the market, so that we raise awareness before it's an issue. And of course, we're not the only ones that do that. There's lots of publications and so on. So you need to somewhat get involved with the topics that are in, impact your business. But you can do um, certain activities to help future-proof when it comes to, say, uh, technology and process. You know, that, that is where the Ascent position came, is that we don't want to be uh, a software that just supports you know, one kind of data type or one specific um, issue in the supply chain. We've you know, done a lot of investment into our architecture and uh, systems so that Whenever there's a new issue, it's not we don't have to develop something. We just configure the existing infrastructure that we have within our system so that you can leverage other data within your supply chain. So if you had a big problem with tariffs, for example, you say, well, I need to find the country of origin and the harmonized tariff classifications for all the parts and products that you know, I buy and import into my respective manufacturing operations. And then, you know, all of a sudden, we see uh, human rights activities increasing with a lot of pressure from your investors, from your NGOs, and then from the lawmakers. And they say, we also want to know what kind of risk there is uh, for modern slavery within your supply chain. And how are you managing that? Well, the good thing is we've already identified that where the source of uh, your products and materials, because of the, um, the environment in which they're produced, there's potentially a risk of uh, modern slavery depending on where you source it. So by getting your country of origin information with your tariff classifications, you actually have a lot of the data to start focusing your energies to ensure that you're mitigating the risk of modern slavery with respect to utilizing your country of origin information. So that, that's where the future proofing is not just getting ahead of it. It's also leveraging the broadness of the data when it comes to your supply chain and using it in a manner that you're not recreating the 
a process each time that you're not revisiting um, the issue in a siloed manner is you're leveraging the data across a platform that gives you a broader picture so that when you have to make decisions because of these evolving changes in the the market, you know, that you're saying the NGOs, the investors, the regulators, that you're already, you know, kind of walking, potentially even running as these activities hit your door so that maybe you just have to do some incremental addition or change or even just messaging because you have a lot of the data already within your systems. So, James, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time today, but I've been visiting with James Calder. We have introduced the topic of supply chain data management. I hope you'll join us tomorrow where we take up the topic of synergies between compliance topics. James, thank you so much. No, you're very welcome, Tom. It's a pleasure. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Supply Chain Data Management, sponsored by Ascent Compliance. I hope you'll join us again for another episode. You can find out more about Ascent by checking out their website, ascentcompliance.com. This special five-part podcast series on supply chain data management is a special presentation This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.